0: you don't know me I'm Naomi Nachman and I'm about all the food all the time I love food I love to shop for it I love to eat it I love to cook it I like to eat it at restaurants Anything food related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I give cooking classes. I wrote two cookbooks. I do chop competitions and I cater for people for Yontef. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my exciting cooking adventures, my kosher food traveling and sharing of great food recipes, ideas and guests. But I'd like to hear from you too, so you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Ha ha ha. I started a TikTok. Don't use it very much, but I am there. Uh, Instagram. Uh, you can email us name me at Um and just really just let's have fun with food. Um, so let me know how you're doing, what you're making, what your of plans are, because I love to see people's uh, Rosh Hashanah menu. So if you have one, just send it to me, near me at NachemSegl.com and I'd love to see it. Okay, so uh, last week's show was like really intense. <laughs> it was our first show back after being on summer hiatus. We had Barbara Brent Sun with her amazing oils. Her, those oils, by the way, are available on Instagram, through Instagram, Amazon, your local kosher store. Um, pretty sure, um, I think I've got it, Walmart. Walmart. CK just reminded me, Walmart. Walmart, that's so cool. Did I hear that right? walmart there you go kosher food at walmart um so yeah so you can grab a bottle of those fleshix magazine we had a code nn18 and then of course our friends at posh settings gave a code for our listeners uh naomi10 to save on paper goods at poshsettings.com you can save 10% even though it's air of rosh hashanah right now it will it's the friday before rosh hashanah um when you are listening to this, uh, you be, make sure you get your paper gods or your magazines or oil all the way through Tishray. So we're very excited to just be back in, you know, season 10. We were talking about like last week how it's 10 years has gone by. I, I, I can hardly believe it. And really a big thank you to everyone who stuck around and all the new listeners who tune in every week. So today we have a very exciting show. I think I said every week is going to be an exciting show and hopefully it is and that's why you stick around. (laughs) Um, We've got Bosh Boshnek. (laughs) He's crazy. He has a real name, but I'm not going to tell you what it is because he doesn't let. But uh, his his last name has become his nickname, and we have Yitzi Katz, a frequent flyer on the Nachum Segal network. We met because he has the best kosher GPS app, and I was not able to get through. All the travels that I did without his app. So we're going to talk to Yitzi about his app. And then hopefully Devorah Adler from Hezze 24-7 will join us. I said that hopefully because I think she might be stuck in a spot of traffic on the way to this studio house uh, here in Long Island. She's coming from afar. So hopefully she'll get here in time to join us. So um, I invited Bosch, who's a uh, fellow foodie, chef, uh, Instagram, you name it. He's in the food business. Um his specialty is meat.
1: Right now, butcher and training.
0: Butcher and training. So welcome, Bosch. Thank you. To the show. It's been a long time. I thought you were on a show before, but you're telling me before. We've talked
1: about it, we just never we, got around right, to it. Right,
0: right, right. So, like, it's crazy that it's taken us this long. I, I guess I'm, um, you know, the, the best. <laughs> we save the best. I'm not saying last. I'm saying.
1: We you saved know, the it, best. Another 10 years.
0: Uh, amen, amen. Thank you. Um. So, you know, I think this came up a lot between me and you um, when I was writing my cookbooks. And I'm like, everyone, every butcher or every neighborhood calls meat, different cuts of meat, something else in a different neighborhood. So when I say California roast um, in a recipe, everyone's like, what, Naomi, is a California roast? I live in California and I've never heard of a California roast. There's no such thing as a New York roast. Like, what does that mean, you know? So
1: are uh, New York strip steaks, but. That's back half.
0: Right. So, so then we have the square cut roast, which is also known as the French roast. And then we have the Delmonico slash brick roast.
1: Which is also known as the square roast, which is also known as the California roast, which is also known as the brick roast.
0: What, what, what? We are going to demystify right here on the Nachum Segal Network some of the names of meats. Now, I suggest... A lot of you are listening. Most of you are listening through the app, through listening. But today might be a good time also to also watch at least this segment because we've got some visuals here. We will talk through each segment, each piece of meat, to describe to you for those who are listening as well, who aren't have no intention of sitting there for an hour and watching, but will listen as. So we're gonna we're gonna balance that out for everyone, like we try to do every week.
1: Watching is gonna be a little easier because there's some visual cues. A right, so we'll, we'll, st-
0: we'll try to like walk you all through that. So I really like what what how did this all happen that every Jewish butcher called maybe it's, maybe even non-Jewish it's, butchers, I don't know. But.
1: A lot of butchers have their own name for things. You know, in for some reason down in Maryland they have an apple roast.
0: Okay. An apple roast.
1: It's actually the same cut as what they sell in Chicago as a beauty roast.
0: Beauty roast. Yep. And and what do we call that?
1: Um, a colicle. A colicle. <laughs> Usually. You know ma- Okay. I think it's a large colicle, not to be confused with everyone grew up as a colicle with shin. Now a colicle is something else, or they might call it chuck colicle.
0: It's very confusing.
1: <laughs> it is, but right now we have three very nice pieces of meat here. That will make nice roasts for yom tov. The first we're going to start with is what Gourmet Glot calls their brick roast.
0: And by the way, thank you. A big thank you to our friends at Gourmet Glot for uh, giving us the meat for this show. We really appreciate it.
1: So the brick roast, also a lot of times called the French roast. Those are the two main names.
0: Really? Because I always thought this was the French roast. See? Even I'm confused. And I live in Gourmet Glot.
1: When I was trained as a butcher at 16, this is what we call the French roast.
0: That's bosh for you. Only he like becomes a butcher at sixteen. That's how involved in the meat industry he is.
1: I mean, what else did I have to do? <laughs> well, certainly not school.
0: <laughs> I so, knew that.
1: <laughs> this the muscle is actually called the underblade. It's the third or fourth hindest piece of meat on the entire steer. You have the now, I mignon. want you
0: to I want you to break down, like pretend that no one knows what you're talking about. Okay. Like you're teaching, and I'm, I'm saying this like. To me, me and I'm representing my listeners, like, what's a steer? Try to break it down as much. This is the mora in me.
1: (laughs) All meat comes, or most meat comes from castrated male cattle. That's what a steer is. There you go. Dairy cows are used, old dairy cows are used for low-quality meat, usually used as feed or industrial meats. Okay. So, anything you're getting in the supermarket is going to come from a steer. Okay. This is, first you have the filet mignon, the tenderloin. So,
0: basically, just, I, I just never realized that all the meat that we eat like this is all male meat. Correct. There you go. I never thought about that. Because, obviously, now I say it, the, the girl cows, what do we call girl cows? Cows. Cows make milk for drinking or
1: cooking. Right. They're or, too expensive to use for.
0: There you go. Okay.
1: So, first you have the tenderloin. Then you have your ribeye. You then would have your um, strip roast or your strip loin or your sirloin, which is a back half cut as well. And then you have your underblade. underblade that's, is the,
0: that's the four cuts of the... The most
1: tender, in order.
0: The most your tender. Your tenderloin,
1: thus tenderloin, yeah. is going to be your most cut tender cut of meat on the market. It's a back half cut only available from certain online... We
0: say back half because we only eat the back half of the animal.
1: We, when we break down cattle, you break it down with between the 12th and 13th rib. The front half is what we use kosher-wise. The back half requires more cleaning, more niqor or trebring, as they call it. has to have forbidden fats, the chaylev, removed. And also you have the gita nashe, the sciatic nerve, that runs up the back legs. So, those need to be removed, and it's a process, not crazy, but needs to be done.
0: This is butchering what, 107. <laughs> <laughs> this is not 101. No. This is like we're talking, we're getting in the nitty gritty of meat.
1: This is actually before butchering. This is after did the breaking down. At the plant, they'll separate it. The back halves will usually be sold non kosher. There's a few online retailers who will buy the back half, clean it themselves, and then sell it. The front half, after it's been checked, the lungs are checked, it gets... Lungs
0: shi- are smooth, it's glott.
1: Yep. Gets shipped off to the processor. The processor then breaks it down into wholesale cuts. Big primals, vacuum seals everything, ships those boxes to Gourmet Glott, ships them to wherever they're going.
0: Cool. Okay. So let's talk about this.
1: So this...
0: I just had to back it up for everyone because I need to know, you know.
1: Oh, 100%. Sorry. Sometimes I forget.
0: Right, right. We're laymen. We're laymen. I've got friends who talk to me like, you know, that are doctors and they talk like they're talking to another doctor. I'm like, hello. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Break it down.
1: So this brick roast or underblade is very easy to um, find. It has veins of fat. You see, it looks like a fan.
0: Okay, so we're holding up a what do we what do we call that? What this are, is
1: the brick roast from the, Gourmet Glot. Okay, it's also the muscle called the underblade. The what blade? Underblade.
0: Underblade, yeah.
1: Because you have the shoulder blade, and right under the shoulder blade is this muscle. Okay. Very creative name.
0: Okay. And there, there's like ribbons of of fat.
1: It looks like a fan.
0: Fanning out.
1: Right. That's the easiest way to find this. Don't bother looking at the name.
0: Just look at, for that ribbon. Going through it, the fan, the fan, it looks like a fan. Almost
1: looks like the flag from Japan where you have the sun, the rays of the sun coming up.
0: Okay, all right.
1: So this is a cut that is very good medium rare. It's a very soft, tender cut. All it needs is about half an hour per per pound at 225 in the oven, uncovered, light seasoning, salt, pepper, maybe a little cumin, gorgeous, gorgeous piece of meat.
0: I actually learned from Susie, who you introduced me to. Susie is my sous chef, or I'm her sous chef, really. <laughs> um, should we sear this. We season it, sear it, a few minutes on each side, 500 degrees in the oven for 15 minutes, turn it off, and it's pink like anything in the middle.
1: The one problem I have with recipes like that, Everyone's oven's different.
0: Everyone's oven's different, but everybody should get an oven thermometer and then use a meat thermometer to check the inside of their. Meat.
1: Correct. So you want this around 120 to finish at around 125 degrees. They'll finish at a rare, and then it rests for 10-15 minutes. They'll bring it up to a medium rare. It'll be perfect. This cut also, when they cut this into steaks, they're going to cut across the grain, across those ribbons of fat. And those are now called Denver steaks.
0: <gasps> That's what a Denver steak is, that? Yes. Oh, I love the Denver. Denver steak is also known as the New York strip steak, right?
1: From kosher butchers, they label, since we don't sell back half cuts, which the New York strip is a back half cut, since they don't sell it on the in the kosher markets, since it looks similar to it, they label that a New York strip okay, steak. Okay,
0: and what's a Denver steak?
1: The Denver steak is...
0: The same thing. Correct. Why is one called Denver and one New York strip?
1: Because marketing.
0: Okay. Well, we live in New York, so we call (laughs) a New York strip steak. Okay. I know Naftali calls his Denver steaks.
1: Correct, because that's the actual name.
0: Okay. Who made that up?
1: NAMF, uh, National Association of Meat Producers.
0: See, I knew he would have an answer for me. Okay. We should do this more. We really, like, really need to talk about this a lot more.
1: This is a cut cooking it sous vide also works amazing it only needs six eight hours at 131 but it's such a nice cut say you want it for first shabbat lunch leave it in there no problem at all comes out perfect at 24 hours perfect at eight hours
0: oh we're talking about this last week on last week's radio show that i hate sous vide <laughs> B- Bosh and I have spoken about this a lot. I own two sous-vis: one really fancy one, one pretty-the-stick one. And I'm like, why do you need to cook something for 24 hours when you can just cook it for three or sear something in the cast-iron skillet?
1: Because this way I can pull it out of the sous at lunch and have a medium-rare steak. Hot. Okay. <laughs> She's like, she'll be local.
0: Okay. fair. Fair. Okay. okay, and you're allowed to let it cook over Shabbos, right? Yeah. halachically, right? As
1: long as it's like a cholent.
0: Right, I guess we have cholent in the oven. Okay, fair. Okay.
1: I like to cover the display just so it doesn't, we get around the concept of near a Kabishel looking like cooking, but not even sure you need it. Okay. Okay, our second cut here, Gourmet Gat La- La- calls a California roast, and then underneath it they write shakai which is exactly what it is. So this chuck eye is the extension of the rib into the chuck. When we're breaking down a steer again, we cut between the fifth and sixth rib. The fifth rib, one to five, is called the chuck. Five to 12 is the rib. Okay. So the chuck eye is basically the same exact cut as a ribeye really as the muscle moves towards the neck the meat gets a little bit less tender but it's all the same muscle
0: okay so you would eat this medium rare or low and slow correct I feel like when I cook this and I've got some recipes in my books to use this if I don't get it medium rare it turns into tough but if I cook it low and slow overnight at 200 or 325 for four hours, it's very soft.
1: There's very, intr- there's very little intramuscular fat in this.
0: Which means?
1: So you have three types of fat. You have extramuscular fat, which is the fat between, say, the muscle and the skin. Okay. You have intermuscular fat, which is the fat between two pieces of muscle. And you have intramuscular fat, which is the marbling which is the fat inside the meat itself. Um, when you say, you look at a nice rib steak, and you see all that little veins of fat, yeah. that's intramuscular that's fat. That's good.
0: That's what we want. That
1: That's what's going to make your meat soft, tender, and delicious. The intramuscular fat, which, once again, on your rib eye, is that big chunk of fat between the cap and the main eye. Mm-hmm. That is just going to render out. That doesn't add flavor to oh, anything. Ah,
0: okay, okay.
1: So, as you can see, there's a little bit, but not a huge amount of intramuscular fat here. So, low and slow. I personally don't like this um, braised, but I'm not really a braised type of guy. Right. But bring this up to 125, 135 at most. Maybe you can get it medium, which is 140. Yeah. But I would definitely say if you want medium, bring it to 135, which is a medium rare. Let it rest 10 minutes. It'll carry over. Because otherwise, you take this to 140, it's going to carry over to medium well.
0: We're going to talk about carry over in a minute. Don't let me forget. So what are you recommending for that?
1: Basically, very similar very similar cooking. The thing is, you're just going to cut, cut this a little thinner. Okay. And you're going to also, I'd go a little heavier on your spices. Maybe add some garlic, add some cayenne.
0: Okay, so we're just going to talk about the price here difference. The California roast is fifth. I don't have glasses on. Fifteen sixty nine a pound, much cheaper than the brick roast, which is twenty one dollars a pound. What makes same cow one piece of meat more expensive than the other? So you Cause this is this is much more affordable than this. Correct. Per pound.
1: One, this is a softer piece of meat. This is more tender.
0: Yeah. Okay. There's like almost a one-pound difference, but there's a $30, $30 difference yes. between.
1: Well, your quality of the meat, this is has a lot more marbling, a lot more intramuscular fat. It's a softer piece to start with.
0: But it doesn't, why does it have to be $6 a pound more?
1: Also, when they're butchering down the primal, when they're butchering down the big piece of meat, so actually what it would look like is that, and then you have the shoulder blade on top. Oh, Really? Yes. Ah. This sits on top. So with here, this piece, they basically just pull off. There's seams on the side. Uh-huh. They cut the seams, and basically they can pull the entire thing off. One piece, a little cleanup, and done. And it's
0: done. That's got more work.
1: This has a piece of bone grizzle on it where it was attached to the bone. Yeah. Then you have two other smaller muscles on it, which are not very tender, which make good... Chopped meat and good stew meat. Not a very good steak. That's the rhomboid and the Sierra steak. It also has a lot of fat on top. So the butchers gonna spend a lot more time cleaning this than this. So there's more work involved and the muscle itself is worth more.
0: Okay, got it. I'm learning along with everyone else. Is it okay? you're learning? Right? You can do it on rewind, you know. What?
1: So last we have the square cut. Okay. The square cut is from a little further forward. So if we were gonna re- we're gonna try and remake this cow, I would go like that with your head up <laughs> here. With your head up here, your arm coming off across. This actually goes a little higher. So there we're you going go. Like there.
0: <laughs> well, all right. We're trying to rebuild the cow. It's the bionic cow.
1: So, the square cut is probably be called a square cut or a brick, or they might just call it a chuck roast. Um, great for braising. Great for a slow, <coughs> wet cook.
0: Slow, wet cook, meaning a heavy marinade.
1: Well, you know me and marinades. We don't get along. I know, I know. But yes.
0: I also keep my meat clean, but yeah.
1: This would be great for a braise. It has low intramuscular fat, but there is still some. You have a bunch of connective tissue here as well. And this will this will hold up the best. This can also be what I would actually do with this is I'd cube it, cook this sous vide at one thirty one by twenty-four. So yes, twenty-four hours. And that's to tenderize it. Mm-hmm. Then take those cubes and make shish kebab.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: Because that will tenderize this.
0: See, see that I can
1: Right, that'll tenderize this to the level of a ribeye. It'll be just as tender as a ribeye. You go heavy, good, like Moroccan flavors, like a harissa on it, mm. or cumin, chipotle, smoked paprika.
0: They're my favorite they flavors.
1: Cumin's <laughs> the space of life.
0: Yeah, you know it. You know it. Do you know that with my Pesach cookbook, I had a lot of, you know, cumin's new to the Pesach market the last five, six, seven years. So I had a lot of recipes with, general with cumin. And with my Pesach cookbook, I was using a lot of cumin. They told me, Naomi, you've got to take out some cumin. They'll call your Pesach cookbook the cumin
1: cookbook.
0: <laughs> I'm like, well, is that so bad? You know, but whatever.
1: <laughs> I thought... Ashkenazim couldn't eat cumin. Yeah, well, you can. Okay.
0: You can. The OU yeah. said you can, so it works for me.
1: Oh, we'll believe the OU this time. <laughs> but, yeah, this makes a very good, or if you're making a pot roast, this makes a very good pot roast. Really?
0: That also makes a very good pot roast. I w- I've done it. It's delicious. In fact, I have a recipe in Mishpacha magazine this week, this Tishrei edition. Uh, when it came out. What was it called? Um, we had um, uh, a special uh, expanded uh, family first section, and I made this, and I um, seared it around the outside, um, and we added some a lot of beer, and we just let it cook.
1: You just like the beer.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know it. You know it, it, Bosch taught me a lot about beer and cooking. Um, but, but right, but that was so soft and delicious.
1: Right. So braising will definitely break things down and keep keeping some of the moisture since you're going at a softer heat, mm-hmm. but this roast especially, the reason why they net the roast is to hold it as a consistent shape Right. so it cooks more evenly. Mm. In a, in a pot and stuff like that, you don't you care You don't really about.
0: care. Right. True.
1: This will, this will make actually cooked, a nice sharp knife. Do not cool this and freeze it and then cut it. Cut it hot. Nice sharp knife, you can make gorgeous. Cut it hot? Always cut it hot. Oh
0: my god, you just broke me. No way, no way, no way. I always call my meats.
1: Sharp knife, cut it hot, serve it. If you're cutting it cold, you're gonna have to reheat it, it's gonna overcook. <gasps> cut it hot. I'm cut swooning. cut it right before a service. I'm
0: swooning and I'm being so dramatic here, but I always
1: Sharp <laughs> I'm knife. Gonna, you're gonna sharp, come here Pesa Time your knives.
0: and you're gonna cut all the seven thousand roasts that I have to cut before Pesach. <laughs> And I'm the only person talking about Pesach in, you know, Erev Erev Rosh Hashanah. But your
1: Pesach stuff's being shipped frozen. I mean, I would ship it whole for Pesach, cooked.
0: Right, no, no, no. And
1: let them heat it up and cut it. Yeah, no, they don't want that. No, because that way, when you heat it up, you have less area to overcook from your direct heat. When you slice it, now you have all that surface area that's being um, hit with direct heat. That overcooks it. Here... Cut it hot, sharp knife, sharp straight knife, no serrated knives, nice slicing knife. There are a bunch of them on the market.
0: Okay, so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, well, let's try to come back to that to, about the knives. Okay, so we've discussed three different cuts of meat here. Um, what is your go-to? Yeah, mine too. <laughs> yeah,
1: the I, I like it. The, the he
0: pointed th- to... The
1: underblade brick roast French roast
0: or uh Delmonico roast, they call that also.
1: This one says Delmonico and
0: underneath it. underneath it, okay, in parentheses. Yeah, that's also one of my coats. Has a great recipe. I have a great recipe for this on my Instagram where it's inside, it's pink and delicious. It's just
1: so flavorful, so tender. I'm either gonna go with this or a ribeye.
0: Amazing, amazing. All right, Bosch, quick question for you uh, before we bring on Yitzi knife.
1: Knife, okay. Um, Brand,
0: anything particular to slice the meat.
1: So, a meat slicing knife doesn't need to be crazy expensive. It just needs to be sharp and you need to take care of it. Okay. No throwing it in the sink, no throwing in the dishwasher. Get a sheath for it after you're done cutting and do not use a glass cutting board.
0: Oh, yeah, never. And never cut on your... On your counters, De- no, dead off no,
1: the knife, no. it, <laughs> and it scratches your counters too. Yeah, that's true. But you want like a long, twelve-inch knife, a slicing knife. Ergo Chef makes a nice one. Mercer makes a nice one. Victorinox, also, all them make nice ones for. You're looking at thirty, forty dollars for a knife okay. that will cut everything you need.
0: Okay, amazing, amazing. Okay, fantastic. I hope people will learn from you, pick up a good knife, learn how to go piece of cut up a, a, a good piece of meat or cook a good piece of meat and they people you As do barbecues you people can reach out to you if anyone
1: has a question on meat we run a facebook group called what kosher cut is this any is this really <laughs> come post a picture of the meat defrosted and unwrapped because otherwise it just looks like a frozen piece of meat and Plastic wrap, so and they you know, all look alike. Right,
0: and you can always but reach out to Bosher and me as well. Sorry. Correct,
1: and we'll be happy to identify it. We have a bunch of butchers from local butcher shops in um, Israel,
0: that will Chicago,
1: help. and Maryland that will help.
0: Fantastic. And a
1: lot of them will say, yes, I cut that one. That is this.
0: <laughs> that's very funny.
1: And that's also another thing. Ask your butcher.
0: Ask your butcher. If you have
1: a question, ask your butcher. Okay. I know the butchers at Gourmet Glat. All three of them personally, really, really nice, knowledgeable guys. Ask them; they will know what they're talking about and can give you a real answer.
0: Posh, we loved having you. Well, thank you. We for could having probably you. do a three-hour show.
1: <laughs> we could. We could. I mean, we could actually do a bunch of them with different things. But right. Eventually. Eventually, it took right? Ten years to do the first one. No, no, no.
0: We're going <laughs> to do this often. We're going to do this often. Yitzi, thank you so much for joining us today. Bosh is going to hang around while we talk to Yitzi. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: Thank God. Nice to have you back. Uh, Thank you. I just want to say thank you. Your app is very helpful. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows I'm a big uh, fan. uh, How did we even meet? A couple of years ago, you reached out to me about your app.
2: I don't know. I think I saw you on one of the food Uh, shows.
0: A barbecue show. We met at the Long Island Barbecue Show back in the day.
2: A while ago.
0: Yeah, it was a good remember that? You,
2: yeah, I think Bosch was there.
0: Bosch was there, I'm sure. That I'm was sure. the
2: last
1: Lamel barbecue. Contest. Maybe the
0: second last to one.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I was ha- only at the last one.
0: Okay. Um, amazing. Well, um, Yitzi has written an app called Kosher GPS, and I have used it literally all over the world, except Israel, because it's very hard to keep up with Israel.
2: Yeah.
3: They've
0: got about seven thousand different kosher organizations, and each one <laughs> thinks they're the best. So.
2: And they change every
0: day. And they change every day. So, um, but I've used it in London. I've used it in South Africa. I've used it in Paris. I used it in Holland. I used it in Sydney, Australia, and most of all, I used it all over the U.S. in the forty-three states that I have just been in. Um, Um, The last few years, but
2: and New York is the most evolutionary country there is, opening and closing. closing.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like every week. Every week. Um, so. Tell us about your app from the beginning.
2: From the beginning? I was born in the Bronx. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: and then he made an app. The end.
2: <laughs> oh, I won't go back that far. Uh, it's been a, over 10 years. Uh, I did it uh, for selfish reasons originally. Um, I found that was the old GPSs didn't have anything uh, to help you find kosher food. And even if it did, it really wasn't kosher. It was kosher style. So I created it and worked on it for six, eight months database just for New York and checking out and uh, And then when the iPhones came out, it was obvious transition. Yeah. And it became very, very popular.
0: Yeah. We were just somewhere. Where was I? I was in Bell Harbor last week. Shout out to Alex Miami, M-Y-I-M-A. We had an apartment that he rented, a two-bedroom right there on the beach. And we're like, where are the shulves? We knew where the restaurants were because, you know, hello, it's me. Um, but we looked up where all the shools were because we were there for Shabbat and we didn't know the time, so we used the app. Yeah.
2: I've been getting emails literally every single day from my users. They can right. email it directly through the app. And, um, you know, the majority is about food related items, but a lot of them about minyanim, telling me about a place that closed, new new shool that opened.
0: Right. Also, you also, I'm going to throw this out there for people who need it. The mikvah, mikvah yeah. the women, the men, whoever <coughs> needs, <to>, yeah, <laughs> whoever uses the mikveh. You know, they have that. He has that on that as well. So, so, what has been the uh, the biggest challenge this year? Of of
2: just keeping track of what's opening and closing. I mean, surprisingly, a lot of places have opened. Uh, right,
0: thank God.
2: I don't know if they're taking advantage of uh, maybe rent prices are uh, mm-hmm. going down because of what's going on. Where um, they had commitments way before COVID started, you know.
0: So uh, let's talk about how the app works. So people download.
2: So, so um, the good news is within the next week we're launching. Uh, a new version of the app.
0: Oh, it's going to be very different because yes. I like the way this works. The simplicity. It's not fancy schmancy. Yeah. Just.
2: I'll show it to you, but uh, it's it's easy to use. You know, I'm always focused on ease of use. Yeah. Uh, all the features that we had, you know, we have presently is in there, um, but we're adding a lot of new features. Uh, the capability we're like now what? working like with restaurants. The okay. capability of ordering food through the app. Oh. That's a big jump.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's so...
2: Necessary. Right ne- yeah.
0: Necessary. You've got to have, oh, I'm really hungry. What's yeah. in my neighborhood? You know, you're traveling somewhere. Let's turn on the Kosher GPS app, see what's next to us, and let's order to the hotel food rather yeah. than going there. I like, mean,
2: users have, uh, for the last couple of years have been saying to me, you know, we, we use your app all the time to find a place, but now we have to use a different app to order. You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, So true.
2: Yeah. Um so and and I, I like to say that i'm trying to give back the power to the restaurant owners uh, we do not plan to charge any commission off of the prices of the restaurant so basically whatever the price is in the restaurant is the same price on the app right um, we want to give them the capability of doing uh, some marketing, advertising of their own through the app. Yeah. There's, there's a promotion tab, so if they have specials or.
0: You know where I, I always use it? So I go to the farmer's market a lot, and right. they have. So, two things I want to throw out with you. Yitzis, you can always trust, from my point of view, you can always trust the Hershes. Well, I will not eat. If some, something's kosher and it's not on the app, it says it's kosher. I don't trust that they say they are kosher. I'll, I'll always call you up. I'll find out what the story is. Like, they say they're kosher, but they're not on the app or the vice versa. Like, so let me
2: let me just put a caveat to that. I appreciate your trust in me. I but, really trust you, but you should but always
0: trust the heksha when they get there. But Yeah. No, but sometimes things change or, you know.
2: There are a lot of instances, examples in which a Hashkacha changes from a very reliable to… Very I got
0: caught in one of those.
2: Very unreliable.
0: Remember the mochi one? In yeah, Manhattan? yeah, yeah.
2: That's what happens. and I'm not notified. Society's not notified. So that's the number one question I get. Like, why don't I list hashkacha? I'm trying to force the user. You must, don't rely on me. You must check it out, call ahead of time, what hashkacha are you under, and then determine either yourself or through your local Orthodox orthodox rabbi, um, do I accept this hashkacha? Because uh, it's it's difficult. There's some hashkachas that are just... uh, not, right,
0: <laughs> Right. so I'll, I'll I'll say, oh, my daughter would go, well, everybody eats there, so I'm going to be like, I'm calling Yitzi to find out what the story is, because if it's not on his app, I really like... Right,
2: is it because I missed that restaurant, or right. is I've, there a real reason? I've I'm
0: called that. you up, I'm like, mm, I'm in, I'm in, um, Sav- uh, where was I, North Hilton Head, I'm in Hilton Head, and they have kosher ice cream, you're like, I didn't know about it, right. so he checked it out, and he put it on his app, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, cinnamon bear ice cream. Yeah. So, shout out to Savannah and... Yeah. Oh, they also have bird cookies. You've got to check that out, too.
2: Yeah, I think I added bird.
0: Okay. Yay. So <laughs> I'll take credit for that.
2: It's under the OU. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, so we're basically trying to give power back to the restaurants, make it easy for them to uh, make adjustments to their menu based on what's going on in their store. You know, they're out of mushrooms. Just click that out of stock. So just giving them the power to do some marketing on their own through the app. Um, and uh, saving them a lot of money. I mean, they're getting killed. Uh, the majority of the apps out there are taking a large percentage, and it just it hurts. It hurts them. It hurts the customer, um, and it's just not fair. So. Uh,
0: no, I, I think it, it is such a great app. You turn it on, and it finds all the kosher restaurants in your area. Right.
2: Right. So. Right, and you can search other areas. So if you're in New York, you want to.
0: Go I'm going to Florida. use it right now, everyone. I'm going to Santa Fe right now, but I'm in New York. So, to everyone that's listened to this on Friday morning. We're recording this a few days earlier. We pre-recorded this show. Um, I am going to Kosher GPS app. Um Okay, I'm gonna show those of you who are watching. I've turned it on, I've clicked on it, I'm going it see it says restaurants, McFitts and shawls. That's what the new one's gonna look like.
2: Yeah.
0: <gasps> so nice. So now I'm going to go to restaurants. That's the new one. And you can search by location. So I can still be in New York. I wanna know what's in Santa Fe. Okay, S A N T A F E. Okay, now I'm looking. Search. I'm not there isn't anything. Now there isn't anything, but there is. You know that, right? Chabad of Aspen shows up. That is the closest. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, we're not going to have anything there to eat in New Mexico, but they have um, things in the re- in in the supermarkets. See how you have Albertsons food in in El Paso. El Paso,
2: yeah. Yeah,
0: they actually have stuff in Santa Fe. Chabad yeah,
2: of Aspen. Yeah, there's yeah. not much out there. I didn't think so.
0: No, <laughs> yeah, but there is. There is. There is. You should check out the supermarket. I'll let you know yeah. when I'm there. Yeah. I'm actually I'm Yitzi's raving reporter. <laughs>
2: yeah, we, we send uh, Naomi all over the country just so it helps the app. <laughs>
0: uh, I wish, yeah. But you should know, when I was in Paris, it was so helpful. And South Africa, yeah. in Cape Town, we used it like I did. T- I went to every restaurant on the that was listed in Cape Town.
2: Yeah, I now have users, and I, I keep their uh, information. Yeah, from, from South Africa, um, Panama. Panama
0: has so many restaurants. Yeah, but it
2: changed. In the last uh, year and a half, it changed. What does uh, that mean? A couple places closed, a couple, of, uh, a couple of places opened. Okay. But, you know. but uh, yeah, we went to Panama
0: a couple of years ago. It was no, fantastic. Think, yeah, fantastic. Uh, right. What a kosher scene there. Yeah. I went on with Miriam Schreiber's Legacy Tours. We went to Panama and we just went,
1: and hit up food, so many
0: restaurants. The restaurants we
1: were just... Fresh,
0: fresh. fresh. You yeah. would love it.
1: Yeah. I feel bad. The, the furthest I've traveled is New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> this one's in Panama. She's in you,
0: <laughs> everywhere. Turks
1: and Caicos. <laughs> yeah, well, I wish. Yeah,
0: I haven't gone to Turks and Caicos yet. Um, but, yeah, it's amazing. Um, okay, so so everyone should go download the app. So we, was, we were talking before about the coupon. So when I go to the farmer's market, I, I, I touched on this and I didn't come back to it, so I'm coming back to it now. Um, the farmer's market in... Um, Union Square has a kosher bakery tent and it's open there like it's market's open Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Shabbos but obviously not Shabbos so it's um, whenever I go there I show them the the 10% off or 5% off from kosher GPS and they always give it to me yeah
2: yeah
0: it's good I like that you have those coupons attached on
2: the new one we'll have a promotion uh, button so you can easily find everything you need okay
0: so and, and this app is you've got the new one right so it's got Shoes, mikvahs, and restaurants.
2: Shoes, mikvahs, restaurants, promotions. um,
0: How to how like and they can order. I mean, that's that's the main thing. Is that like Uber Eats? I've never personally used Uber Eats.
2: So Uber Eats does uh, if the if the restaurant has the capability to deliver, they can configure their uh, their place on the app for delivery. So we don't personally do delivery.
0: Um, well, of course not. Yeah. Because you could be not in Santa Fe. Yeah, I can't drive that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so what, So what? you're also working now with Jewish listings. What's
2: yeah, my Jewish listings, we partner up. Uh, we spoke uh, over a year ago. And
0: <coughs> I made the shidduch.
2: Yes, yes. You made the shidduch. And uh, basically we spoke for a while, and we saw very much eye to eye on everything we wanted in the future for this app. And he desperately wanted... Uh, uh, something like this to be configurable on his website. Um, so uh, we
0: partnered it up. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, He's really growing that website. I mean, he has yeah. Passover listings, which is, do you know? Uh, Donnie Schwartz. Johnny Schwartz. He's out in California. He runs this massive Passover. It's kind of like what Ilan does for food, okay. but he does it for Pesach programs. And it's incredible. He's a mess. Especially, like, you want to know the place is reliable. You want to, especially now, even though, like, Sukkos is in, like, two and a half, three weeks, right? Everyone's talking about Pesach, Sukkos programs. But really, after the minute Sukkos is over, which is in, like, four weeks, um, it's all about Pesach. And if, you know, you want to know what's going on, you want to plan ahead, or people were like, I had a really bad experience at this Pesach program. They, uh, you know, the... The breakfast was leftover tea room food from last night. That's actually happened to a friend of mine. You can write that up. And, you know, it's not looking to bash, but it's looking to
2: help. Right. So that's one of the main reasons I partnered up with him. Because we're going to have reviews on the app. And the reviews basically come from him. Right. So not from him personally, but from any, you know, the users of my app can put in a review. Uh, It gets uh, reviewed. Like
0: Yelp kind of thing? Yeah, Yeah, but. What? Trip advisor. Okay, yeah.
2: Yeah, but it's
0: from our uh, Yidden. <laughs> right, right. You have to be careful. People like to air their grievances. You know that. You have yeah. to monitor it a little bit. Yeah, well, Talk to Ilan about that.
1: People yeah, prefer does. to bash something than... compliment Yeah, them. Yeah, if they had a bad time, they could go back. I had yeah. a bad time. If yeah. they had a great time, they're like, oh, it's great. And then move on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We have to, like, be nice all the time. Yeah. I never complain to a
1: restaurant, like... I've spoken to a few owners and chefs, but privately.
2: Right.
0: I, I don't like this.
2: I had a great email yesterday. Someone called me and said, you know, you're better than Google. I go, really? Real wow. <laughs> I said, how am I better than Google? He <laughs> move,
0: said, up, move over, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> there's
2: a, there's a, there was a place in Manhattan um, that uh, he, he thought was closed. I said, it's not closed. It's open. It's downstairs. The restaurant's upstairs, and it's downstairs, the uh, play area. And he said, well, I Googled it, and there's no such thing. So I said, here's the number, call them up. And sure enough, he goes, they're open.
0: There you so go, you ticket. You're better than... Better than Google. Be, that can be a hashtag. Because yeah. <laughs> your GPS. Better, better than, than Google. Google. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so great. I really like... Even though, like, I live in the five towns and I know every single restaurant, right. sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm like, what do I want for dinner? Or I've come back from working or I've cooked all day and oh, there's no way I'm cooking for my kids, you know, the shoemaker's right. kid. And I'll just go to the actual app myself and see what, what I feel like eating right. from locally. Yeah, like, a, It's just like a list. I
2: went to a show once and uh, these girls were behind me and when they heard who I was, they got all excited and I go, you know, I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not that famous. I'm not, I'm not an actor or anything. Um, and they said, no, 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 we use your app. We're driving and we use your app all the time just to, just to see what's around. And um, you no, know, people just love it. And now that we're adding the ordering capability, hopefully I love that. as time goes by, every restaurant, it's an, it should be a no-brainer to join us because we're not taking any commission from their
1: uh, food. Do you have an API? Um, where you can integrate with their uh, POS systems? Okay,
0: okay, we're talking fancy here. <laughs> like, Bosch goes straight in for the kill. <laughs> what, what, what?
1: Do you have a method that you can integrate
2: with their... Right, uh, point right now, systems? the interfaces with with us. Okay. You know, but we make it very easy for them to... Uh, um, you know, they, they can get their information. Oh, there's an order. It just rings on their phone, and they can respond to the uh, user
1: okay great yeah.
2: cool
0: thanks guys this was amazing yeah,
2: thank Nancy, you see so
0: tell people how to how to download that
2: um, my uh, com slash kosher GPS you'll find the download you can just go to the uh, app, store. app store and just put in kosher GPS let's see most probably just put in kosher I'm the, one of the first things that comes up
0: we have to talk when am I going to see the change on my app
2: if you're set up for automatic updates, you won't have to do anything.
0: Okay, fine. Oh, we should do like a launch party. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. See, I'm yeah. always – I'm serious. Let's do a launch party.
2: Oh, I heard lunch party at first. <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: launch, do a, lunch, you uh, know.
2: Potato, potato,
0: yeah. <laughs> He's always ready to eat. let's do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick a restaurant. We'll all go. We'll all – you know, that's what they do. Every time Shalami Klein does something for Flayshigs, there's a party involved.
2: Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. We'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Done. All right. Thank Just make you. sure I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> you see you have the best app. Really the best app. I d I I don't say it lightly. Like it's been a lifesaver. It's helped. I know that people who have reached out to me and got because 'cause I've you know, spoken about it, love it. Really kolakavod, you've done something really creative, really good, under a really good Hersha, really like you do your research, you know your stuff and you know, if you're you like to um, appreciate that. Uh, you know, be reliable and cautious-wise, this is the app to have. And really, like, we appreciate you and you appreciate us.
1: I'm weird. so embarrassed
0: now. No, no, no. Enjoy <laughs> it, enjoy it. Okay, thanks, guys.
1: What? <laughs> yeah.
0: And what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you guys, we're going to play a little bit of musical chairs. Do we have musical chairs music? <laughs> we're not in the studio. Um, I'm going to ask the guys to switch around. I'm going to have tovora come sit right next to me. Bosh, we have to take... Uh okay, right? I know, right? It's amazing. Okay. Come I have in the, in the house with me back in the fridge cuz that's that was the condition. <laughs> um okay. Okay. Hold on. It's too much. Okay. Okay, hi. No, 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 no. Hi, Devorah. How are you? You need a headset? Do I need a headset? Yeah, yeah, you need a headset cuz we need you to be yeah, like this. Okay, put this on. We're going to do a sound check. I hear you. I hear you. Do you, ZK? Okay, Devorah came from all the way, from Monsey to Long Island to be here, and we are so grateful. I know it was a big schlep. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Devorah and I met... Um, a little less than a year ago through Chesed 24-7. I was part of the supermarket sweeps. I don't know if you guys caught it, but they have a whole bunch of foodie people, influencers to be part of a game in a supermarket to raise money for Chesed 24-7. And we had the time of our lives. We became fast friends. We got super involved with Chesed 24-7. And I said, you've got to come to the show to talk about, you know, Erev, we are now three days before rosh hashanah it's the friday before rosh hashanah right even though they know we're recording this a few days before but they're listening to a few era of rosh hashanah basically and we could use a little bit of chesed in our lives and do a little chesed you should not want to be on the receiving end right you want to be on the giving end of chesed and i said Amen. let's bring in devora so hi devora
3: hi thank hi. you so much really for letting me come and to oh my pleasure you. And by the way, we did become best friends. I, wish I did. Li- I really wish I lived next door to her because... I know, I, really I know, I know. Seriously. But af-
0: after the Yontef, we'll hang out. We'll okay. do stuff and we'll come up to Chesed 24-7. Then we'll do lunch afterwards. Ar-Tishem. Okay, so what's so, going on? Tell us about what Chesed 24-7 is. Okay, you should never need us.
3: But we take care of 21 Chesed hospitality rooms in all the hospitals. That's just one of the services that we do. Beside that, we think excuse me, we have suppers in every of the hospitals. All you need to do is call us in the morning. For example, there's someone who called me this morning. Unfortunately, she is happens to be on bed rest. Her baby's 23 weeks old. I said, don't worry, we have everything you need. Just call us, we will send you your food. We have a tablet. It's amazing. Its tablet is downloaded with all types of plays and games and things. Not everyone's watching television, and they want something that's right there. We send it with the meals. Someone here... Called me and said, listen, can you bring it here? I said, great, I'm coming in anyway. They're sending five, it straight yeah. to Sloan Sloan Kettering. There's uh-huh. someone there also. I can just tell you that um, beside that, there's someone else called me the other day. We need respite care. I mean, there's someone in the hospital and the mother has to go home. They, they have three other children. We make sure that there's someone with the person in the hospital at all times. They uh-huh. can't be in two different places at once. You, so
0: you, you must have faced so many challenges now with COVID.
3: I, I can't begin to tell you what Chesed 24-7 did during Corona times, but in Mitz we are hopefully, it's behind us. It is a little bit up, up uptick, but you, I have yeah. to tell you, they, have, they know what they're doing, and the hospitals are on top of it, and they're working with us, and our rooms are open, and we'll let us send food in. Uh, Mitz Hashem, I just want to show you something that's going to be for Rosh Hashanah. Can I show you?
0: Okay, yeah, I want to see. No one should ever be in a hospital for your auntie. Yeah.
3: But I have to tell you, these were created with a lot of
0: love. I just want to show you what's inside. Everyone, can you look? Um, I'm going to describe because we have most of our people listening, but we have a few watching. So show to the camera for those watching on the YouTube channel.
3: Okay. Okay. So we gave an apple, of course, and we gave honey, and we have dates, and we have cookies, and we have dried apples, and we have um, a pomegranate lollipop. But I have to tell you, inside our... uh, Refrigerators. we will have pomegranate seeds, and we have everything really you need in the and refrigerators
0: in the in, in the in Yes, the, and
3: all the refrigerators, and I have to tell you we're going to be having um, All the hospitals that are going to be letting suckers built that if you need it there It will be there for you and keep in mind beside the sukkahs, Don't forget we have apartments They're booked unfortunately around the clock. I can't tell you what goes on there so we have men's apartments by Columbia and we have them by Sloan and we get phone calls and phone calls and we do the best we can to arrange it. And then if there's, they're, they're um, all used up, then we'll arrange them to go to a hotel or something because we have um, people in all different places to help us out. Um, the people in the hospital, I have to tell you, I know we've discussed it many times. I don't know if you know, did we ever
0: speak about the Shabbos box? You and I have spoken, but my listeners, they need to hear about the Shabbos box. Guys, you need to hear about this. This is amazing.
3: I can tell you a few stories quickly. Let me just tell you what it is. Inside this box is everything you need for Shabbos. I'll just take it out quickly. You know, you think about it that it's nothing, but you have your becha. Of course, we have grape juice, and we send more grape juice in the meals. We have the flour. I know this sounds like what. I'm going to tell you a story about the flour. We have candles and a tray.
0: Now, just the candles are—you um, know—that light a fire in a hospital. Go figure, right? right. So they, these are the little electric candles. Correct, correct. Sorry, I'm gonna. Oops. Can I open it up? Please do. I just want to show it. Those of you, you who can are light watching. them underneath. And what you do is you open, take out the packaging and look. There's a little switch to, underneath, and the candle is. You have to
3: pull. Yeah. But I have to tell look at you, that's lit. this looks like it's just a plastic.
0: Oh, you have to pull this out. I see what you mean. Okay, I'm going to shut Walk it off
3: so me. we don't break it. I know, I know this seems like something silly.
0: No, it doesn't. This takes care of the
3: entire tray. So everything on it's your tray. It's made to
0: the, st- the size of a hospital size. tray.
3: And everything goes on. I, c- I get pictures and WhatsApp all the time of what this does. and changes from a hospital room to your Shabbos table.
0: It's, it's a it's a tablecloth with Chesed twenty four seven logo in the middle that's the size of a hospital tray. And it now we have a, And now we have a plastic chalakava, the Shabbat Kodesh, Chesed twenty seven twenty four seven. You're gonna have to read that. Chesed
3: Disgress. So we so we, we literally send Beautiful. this out fourteen oh about fourteen thousand five hundred Shabbos boxes a year. To fourteen thousand five hundred Shabbos boxes a year. It's about 280 give or take a week to all the hospitals. So beside the meals, we send it and we stock them also. Because don't forget, Friday afternoon, people come into the hospital, they don't have what they need, so they call us or they'll say, don't worry, go to the hospital room, it's in the top shelf on the right side, go get your Shabbos box, don't worry about it. So that is one of the things that we do that is very overwhelming. I just want to tell you a story about the Shabbos box. It became a cure of tool. Sima Bachrach is a liaison in Mount Sinai. And she gets the list from the people. And she looks at the list. You don't know necessarily who's from and who's not from. So she went into someone's room and says, Hi. person said, Hello. Can I help you? She says, um, What is that? She says, It's a Shabbat box. What is that? It has everything in it that you need for a Shabbat. Shabbat. I don't know what that means. She explained to her about these Shabbos because she knew she was Jewish. She knew she was Jewish. But she didn't understand. She showed her what it is. She explained to her about a blessing. She showed her on the phone. Six years later... She is benching licht. She's benching licht. It's an, inc- it's an incredible thing. Just from that one incident. I'm
0: sure I, there are countless stories. I'm sure there are stories the you art. don't even know.
3: Little flower. whippy do, little flower. Walked into a room. You know those boards that says, you know, the stats of everything? There were flowers all around the entire board. Every single Shabbos, the person took their flower... And put it around the board and made a frame. She said that it felt like it was a hug from Hashem. That's what it was. And one last story, just to tell you. Way to go, way to go. She's
0: made me speechless.
3: Here we go. Now this, again, okay, what's What's the big deal? It's like a little card. So we have people write the cards. and says, wishing a speedy recovery, good job. Unfortunately, someone was an older person, and he was Nifta. We went to Menachem Oval. And next to the couch, there was a big booklet. So I opened it up, I said... What is it? The person saved a year's <gasps> worth of cards in in you know those plastics. The person, the son said, you don't know what this did to my mother. Every week she looked forward to the box and to the card because she felt she's not alone. Because the truth is, she's not. Klal Yisrael. Well, one, the obvious scroll that has gone into the Chesed rooms are incredible. I was just telling them a story, and I will tell you. In Columbia Babies, there was a mother. She was crying, crying, crying. We didn't know what to do. So, I mean, the person didn't know what to do. A man went over and said, why are you crying? What's the matter? She says, my son is in operation, and it's out of pocket. I need $17,000. dollars i are not going to operate on my child. The person wrote out a check, handed the check to the person. It's okay. <laughs> the room is an oasis. It's not just about the food and the thing. It's coming out, coming in, meeting people, having a support group. You're not there alone. You're not there for Yontif. We make sure if you need a chauffeur blown, if you need a place to stay, if you need um, someone had a birthday, someone was very sick, we sent a birthday cake to them. We're your home in the hospital. We do the best we can to make your stay there as easy as we can. That's what we do.
0: Unbelievable. We're both actually a bit Mm misty-eyed. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I have been okay. silenced. <laughs> so I need a minute. <laughs> that's one of the.
3: That's one of the things. And of course, we're very lucky, and we have a program where we send people in with um, arts and crafts, and with music, and right. with um, um, people to entertain you.
0: It's it's un, it's unbelievable. You know, I've seen fortunately, unfortunately, firsthand of what what you can do in the hospitals and what what the spouses and the children of patients need and that you take care of it but th- there's a like just maybe you can clear up is this like a biko holem room you work with a biko mm, That's and a great question that the, we have the summer biko like is okay. are they all under the one do you work together how does that work it's a great question
3: we have and own and operate 21 Chesed hospitality rooms that's what they're called. They're not called Bika Cholim rooms. They're called Chesed 24-7 Hospitality Room. So Chesed Shalom, you walk into Sloan Kettering, you walk into the room, Chesed 24-7 Hospitality Room, we stock all the food. Satma's very good. They'll come in and we'll, they will come in and they will do lunches for you. Right. And they'll put it into our refrigerators.
0: And Chai Lifeline. Chai
3: Lifeline will give you some lunches also. For example, I just have to tell you, Sloan Kettering, we had to pay Sloan and the hospitals, I, I don't want to say the number, how to pay for the rooms and to pay for the construction and it's prime real estate yeah in in Sloan there was a room that looked like a bathroom literally and they redid it for us we had to pay a lot of money for it happily because we didn't want to let it go if we didn't give them the money then they would say okay you know they don't we beg all the hospitals to let us be in their rooms they don't give us you know right we paper cups and napkins and everything you need comes from 24-7 the coffee, the spoons, right. potato chips, crackers, you know. So. And
0: everyone works together to stock the rooms. Mainly it's
3: your... It's our rooms and we stock them and other organizations will come in and they'll put some extra food in. You know, if there's a, a soup or something that we need or something, then they'll add the soup to their rooms.
0: Uh, I, Lenox Hill was like a, a bit of an oasis, the, the room there. Like 15 or so years ago, we had a family member that was sick and it was my lifeline that you know. room and my friends would come they would say I'm coming to visit you know I don't want to get into sp- specifics of who it was and then we're, I'm like meet me in the room and we'd get coffee and we'd sit and they would you know keep me company and then and then we'd have the sponge cake mm-hmm. we love the sponge cake this something a big was they might have said cake. that mm-hmm. um, and then We'd go up to the room, we'd have a visit, they would leave, I'd go get something for the family member from the, like they were hungry, there was between meals, I would bring it up, like there was always something there.
3: There was this little, there was a lady in Sloan Kettering.
0: And the doctors also use
3: it. Sure they do, them, my husband's a cellar member and it can be three o'clock in the morning and he needs a coffee to get him back from Mount Sinai up to Muncie. There was a, a lady, um, his husband was in Sloan Kettering, he had a brain tumor and she would bring her kids to visit her husband. The room became a happy place for them. They would right. come downstairs and they would want ices or ice cream or candies. So she would come back downstairs, and it became a happy place. It didn't become a sad place. Right. The room takes on different things for different yeah. people.
0: I used to I used to love like meeting other people there and schmoozing with them and
3: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. seeing the doctors mincha there. <laughs> See like a, a from surgeon like go in there dovin go back to work, like just grab a break.
3: I wanted to show you this also. This is very interesting. I don't know if you ever saw it, Naomi. I don't know how many years ago, but we um, started squeezing pomegranates and making pomegranate juice. Why? We got phone calls from people that we know that pomegranate juice definitely helps with the immune system. It makes sense. It's one of the Sheva Minim. It has 613 seeds. I will take that. It does make sense. (laughs) Yeah. We get fifty thousand pomegranates around the season. We we Who's have a crew, it? a crew of, of people. They come and they squeeze them. They f- we freeze fifty thousand bottles, and on top of that, we send them out weekly, biweekly, and we put some of them in the rooms. This helps when people are going through treatments. No one should ever need to do that. But you all can they need buy,
0: to, can't you buy a fishy squeeze?
3: That's a very good question. These don't have any preservatives, nothing oh, in it's them.
0: Literally, just straight up squeezed. Straight up. Amazing.
3: And then the freezer, and we send them out all the time. We have different pantries in Lakewood in five towns, and people keep them in the freezers to come pick them up.
0: Amazing. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, mind-blowing. I think, you know, our last show, what they were doing now before – you know, we didn't have a lot of Tishrei shows, We're not going to have, to, but, but to have you on, to get people, you know, to shuvah, to feela, to to people donate, to people to get active, to people just know about it. Totally. I had to. You had to be my, my guest, leading us into the new year. We should not need you amen, except for amen, babies. Amen. amen just amen. for babies and amen. good things and you and your family, because the chesed work that all the ladies that volunteer volunteer going to uh, really like will help lead Klai Israel to the bringing of Mashiach.
3: Amen. Amen.
0: I just want to wish everyone um, Shana Tova. K'tiva tova. Uh, Shabbat Shalom. We have music sponsored by our friends at Candle, candle Lighting. Uh, we have music sponsored by our friends at Kenem, right up to Candle lighting. I think I said that right. All right. Shabbat Shalom. Shana Tova. Thank you to all my guests, Yitzhi Katz, GPS, um, and Bosch from... Shabbat Shalom, has a 24